0: Hi, I'm Matt Cottey and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from OCD and anxiety. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you simple tools, strategies, and principles that will help you on your journey to recovery. Because once you apply the proper knowledge and strategies, you can begin to transform and restore your mind and body. And when we heal as individuals, We can promote that healing into our families and communities and ultimately create a better world for everyone from the inside out welcome to the ocd and anxiety show all right hello
1: and uh, welcome to this episode so in today's episode i want to talk about this idea of discovering the lens of fear now For those of you that don't know me, my name is Matt Cottey, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and the founder of Restored Minds, and I'm also the creator of the AAA response. And I work with people who wrestle with OCD and anxiety-related struggles, um, you know, every day. And I also myself, you know, went through my own journey of wrestling with OCD and anxiety. And, and, um, you know, when I was younger, about 18, that was really when the big onset of my life had happened and my own journey of recovery. And one of the things that was one of the most pivotal, pivotal, uh, pivotal um, moments in my recovery was this idea of discovering the lens of fear. And when I say discovering, what that really means is it's a self-discovery. It's a self-discovery that that we all can have. And I want to just talk about that concept today because it's... It's very hard to put into words. In fact, when I was like kind of prepping this episode, it was you know even chatting with a friend and and just kind of trying to outline how I wanted to present this idea, because it's a it's a painful discovery, you know, to be very transparent. And there and there was two moments in in my in my recovery that I that I would say were really like life-changing moments the one was um what i talked about in a previous episode where you know i I came to this realization that living in fear of what i was afraid of was actually worse than the fear coming true like that was a a, like i had gotten to a moment in my journey where i was like it's actually worse for me to keep living in fear of this than than the thing itself to happen you know And, and that was a big shift and then this other one was this idea of discovering the lens and, and, you know, I call it the lens, you can call it the veil of fear, you can call it but I mean, really, it's this idea that when you're afraid, and this happens through various emotional responses in your in your nervous system, your fear distorts the way you see the world. And in fact, emotion does in general, right, you know, emotion clouds our judgment. Um, we know this, whether it's anger, fear, even excitement right? That's, that's what salesmen use. In, in many ways to sales, they use excitement, right to cloud, you know, your judgment. And what we do is we usually as humans, we make emotional decisions, and we we justify them with bias logic or bias fact after to, to validate the decision we made emotionally. We, we all do this, we all do this. And this especially happens with fear. So when you're really lost in that fear loop, what happens is, is, is if if that stress response is going on long enough, this this lens starts to come over your eyes. And I know it sounds like woo-woo and weird, but I mean, when you're really in fear, you, the world looks different than how you used to see it. And you know that. There's a part of you that knows it, right? And the longer you live in that, the longer you live in that distortion, the more you forget how the world used to look. You know, you forget, you just, you see something long enough, it just starts to become real. And waking up to the lens of fear, or discovering the lens of fear, what it involves is, you have to wake up to the idea that you may not be seeing things accurately. Like, like, you have to challenge the idea, like, look, if I, let's say I'm afraid of a doorknob and touching a doorknob because I'm afraid it might be contaminated and no one else is afraid of that and everyone else can touch it fine well like there's a chance that I'm not seeing that I'm seeing this in a distorted way that I have a misperception of this event and with fear you know that that's in most cases what it is right there's a there's real danger and then there's fear right when we're talking about futuristic fear we're talking about you seeing something and reacting to it with a stress response. And in, in most cases, you're seeing something in a, in a distorted way, especially if you're the only one reacting in fear. But most of us don't want to acknowledge that idea, right? It's, it's impossible, right? Because what that means is that we have to then challenge, like what, how am I, how am how I'm seeing something and what I'm doing and how I'm investing my time and energy. And what waking up to the lens means is is in the lens, what we're doing is we're operating completely from emotion. And then what we're doing is taking bias, logic and fact and justifying our behaviors. This is what waking up to the lens is. This is the biggest moment you can have on your journey to recovery from OCD and anxiety. In fact, any real powerful emotions that you wrestle with. um, Waking up to this idea that these emotions create a lens over your eyes and over your, your perception and in reality, um, is, is just fundamental for, for any kind of change because you're not gonna change unless you really understand that there's a problem. And how you see the problem through the lens of fear is never the problem. What you're afraid of is never actually the problem. The problem is that you're afraid. The problem is that you're living in a state of fear in a a completely powerful emotional experience. And that emotion is driving your behavior to try to neutralize a fear, which is now controlling your life. And and this is why, you know, I have conversation after conversation with people where they'll talk about their fears and be like, I know this isn't logical, but I have to do it. I feel like I have to do it, right? And that's the thing is, is that's such a good indicator. When you say you feel like you have to do something, that means you're operating from emotion right and and what the biggest illusion that the lens creates in life is that when you're operating in fear and when you're operating completely out of fear and in anxiety you believe you're operating in logic you believe you're being logical that's it's like the the trippiest experience you can you can have because you you fundamentally believe that what you're doing is logical when it's completely emotional, and that's the lens that I'm talking about. It it really is a self distortion, right? And what waking up is is saying, hey, you know, may maybe maybe what I'm doing is wrong. Maybe what I'm afraid of isn't isn't really worth the energy that I'm giving it. You know. Maybe living in this lens is not how I want to continue to live. And these, this experience is, is a very challenging experience because here's what it means. And, and, and there's a deep part of, our, I think, of our subconscious that knows this. If we're going to choose to wake up from the lens and, and start to challenge the way we're seeing life and start to challenge the behaviors we're doing, what that means is we also have to come to grips with the idea that the amount of time that we've invested in this fear or living like this in the past wasn't really valid in the sense of like, you know, if we spent three years trying to keep ourselves safe from getting a certain disease or getting possessed or hurting someone or, you know, or all these things that fear, you know, will try to, you know, use or all the different themes that people are afraid of. But if we spent three, four or five years and often cases decades in this fear loop when we decide to wake up from the lens and it's only something you can really decide to do it's not something anyone can do for you because because most of the time even if you tell someone about this they'll just deny it that you know denials is a great defense mechanism right No, that's not that's not true there's no way that's true and just keep moving forward one of the reasons that i think people deny this and prevent themselves from waking up of really seeing how their emotion is driving their behavior and is driving their life. And really they just live in this, this life where they just have an emotional experience and do something to try to neutralize it. And it just keeps happening. Right. And they're really not in control of your life. They're just at the whim of however they feel that day. That's not, that's not in control of your life. Right. And one of the hardest parts about waking up though, is to look back and say all the time that I've invested in fear, I could have invested in something else. And that's, that's like the most painful thing you can ever look at is, is how much time you've given to fear that you didn't need to. And that's the painful part about waking up, right? And, and you know, this, this episode is, uh, is not necessarily, a, you know, maybe the most positive topic, right? But it's also, I think, the most transformational. Transformation very rarely comes without discomfort you know? But here's what I would propose and, and and offer as a counter to that idea, right? The pain of waking up. You could also stay asleep, right? And you could also stay in the veil. You could stay in the lens. And, you know, um, if you stay in the lens, you never wake up, right? And, and so even if it took three years or three decades for you to actually wake up to this this idea that fear has this grip on you and this spell over you and is distorted the way you're seeing the world and it's more importantly controlled your life. And if that's what it took for you to finally wake up and see fear for what it is, see how fear distorts your your perception and see how it's controlled your behaviors and more importantly, start to break away from that, right? And to calm your, your nervous system down, right? And to really go through the process of recovery of facing fear and and then the clarity that you have on the other side of that allows for, you know, a life that you never could have imagined. Like, I never could have imagined that I would be able to live the life I live today without going through the process of facing, you know, my fears. So discovering the lens is, is such a pivotal step in the journey because it allows you to challenge your whole narrative and belief structure. And it's a painful thing to do. I, like I acknowledge, but, but the difference of being in the lens is again, you're operating completely from emotion and justifying all your behaviors with logic or facts that are completely biased, by the way, they're not real facts. They're just, we're going to choose the facts, right? That we want. So it justifies where outside of the lens, we're able to operate from a much clearer reality and actually tap in, to the intellectual and intuitive senses that we have and make choices based on that, which leads to a much larger life, a much more fulfilling life, a much deeper life, you know? And, and because if we're just operating from emotion, what we're doing is we're making decisions to try to neutralize every emotion that comes up. Oh, I feel anger. I need to do this. Oh, I feel fear. I need to do this. I need to do this. And we're always at this whim of whatever we feel is now going to dictate what we're doing to try to neutralize that emotion. Okay. Whereas when we wake up to the idea that we don't need to be in that loop anymore, what we're able to do is our bodies are able to calm down. Our minds are able to calm down. And we, and we obviously have the various tools and walk you through that process uh, at Restored Minds, you know, with our Taking Back Control program. But then what happens is we get to wake up to the idea of being able to choose how we're going to live our life. That's, that's the difference. So while waking up to the lens and discovering the lens is a painful process, I mean, you can almost equate it to the matrix, right? I just watched the movie the other day, it's such a wonderful movie. You know, the idea of like, once you wake up, you can't unsee it. You know, you can't go back to seeing how you, seeing life how you used to saw it. Once you wake up to this idea that emotion is clouding the way I see the world. And um, while it's painful to to think about time, you've lost to fear. Instead of thinking about it like that though, what I would say is, I would say, yeah, you know what, but there's there's so many people that will just never wake up. They'll live their whole life like this and, and never question it, never. So so even the idea that you did wake up to see this and to start looking at it differently, if however long it took to do that is, was the goal of the journey. That was the goal. And, and that allows us to step again into higher levels of consciousness, um, to start to live from higher places like our intellect and our intuitive self, which then is gonna lead to better relationships, better connection uh, and 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 really pursuing things that are gonna help develop and grow you to the to the highest level that you can be possible. So hopefully that makes sense and uh, and I hope that's helpful um, and and I hope I communicated this, this concept well today, because it's such an important concept. And when you can understand it and and really see it, um, it, it changes the entire experience. So, um, for those of you that are struggling with, with OCD, anxiety and, and, um, panic, you know, anxiety related stuff down in the links in the notes i'm sorry there's a link and we have a free guide that we'd like to give you um to really get you started on your journey as well as we have resources at restored minds whether it's our you know our programs or our coaching or you know we have group programs right we have kind of different programs for various needs and so um we also have like an application you can fill out where you can kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and we can even schedule um, you know, an, an assessment call with you for it's free. Um, if it's something that you're really wrestling with, um, you know, to see if if you would be, um, you know, a good fit for the program. So, anyways, thank you so much for taking the time to watch this episode today. I, I hope that this message, you know, I hope you received it, and I hope you're you're hearing it in in the positive way that I'm trying to explain it because I know it can be a scary and overwhelming topic, but at the same time, it's the most liberating that that at least for me was such a a very pivotal. Um, part of my journey. And so I just wanted to share that today. So thank you so much. I wish you guys a great week and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Take care.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, chances are others will too. So if you would please do me a favor and show your support by subscribing and leaving a review, I would really appreciate it. Also, if you're looking for a higher level of support on your journey, we have several resources to support you over at restoredminds.com. And we've even included some links right down below in the notes. Lastly, if you have any questions, you can email me at support at restoredminds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.